everyone, you're listening to episode three of the Dan Lately podcast. Thank you for returning. Um, I'm here today with a very special guest. I've wanted to talk to him for a while. Please welcome everyone, Ryan Ashmore. Hello, hello, hello. How are you, Ryan? I'm fine, how are you? Yeah, not too bad after all that technological hiccup thing. <laughs> um, You're much better than me. <laughs> so let's just give a brief background to those who don't know you. So you're a small YouTuber from Blackpool with 618 subscribers. Um, you've been on YouTube since 2013 and you've accumulated over 58,000 views. Oh, no. Now that's impressive. I don't, I don't know how I did that. <laughs> Um, and you're also a massive Big Brother and Harry Potter fan, which I can highly relate to. A massive nerd. Um, same. So we're going to get into all sorts today, um, but I think we can't start the podcast without talking about what's going on in the world recently, because it is such mad times, isn't it? Oh, so mad. Um, so we'll first start off with all this pandemic. How are you coping? How's your mental health? I know you're working for the NHS at the minute. How's that been? Um, other than other people, they felt like because they have to like stay at home. Yeah. Um, I've not really, it's not really affected me because I get to still go to work. Yeah. Like loads of other people don't get to. So it's kind of like a normal kind of week for me. The only yeah. time I feel it is when it's the weekend and I can't go out to the cinema or go out with my friends somewhere or something like that. Yeah, I can so, completely relate to you, yeah. Yeah, so it's not really affected me that way. It's just I'm more concerned about other people and how it's affecting them. Yeah. Um, well, I'm also going to work as well. It's not like what you're doing. It's because the NHS are doing amazing at the minute. But I'm working in the shop and I can relate to, like, you know, it feels as if for us life hasn't stopped, really. And... Um, I think it has been challenging at times where, you know, trying to keep positive and stuff. I always do try and keep positive, but I must admit I have my moments where I think I can't do this anymore. And I'm sure you feel like that at times too, where it just gets a bit overwhelming. Um, what would you say your number one coping tip is for people who are struggling? Um, deep breaths. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd say it was like, I don't know why. It was like week four into it all. I don't know. I don't know why I thought that. But it was week four. Anyway. Yeah. And I started to panic. And I don't know why. It just I just kept thinking about everything. And there was like a few changes at work, like we're removing offices, you know, to like social distance and yeah. stuff. And I was like, I don't know why I was panicking. So this is gonna sound really stupid. <laughs> no, no, no. But I I started watching like positive things on youtube um yeah. you know like how to be positive and stuff and yeah. um i started watching things on um netflix and stuff you know just to keep my mind off it and stuff yeah and, and i started listening That's to lo-fi music it's like Ooh. calming music and it's like they've got like a playlist on um what's it called spotify so i started listening okay. to that and I've got an Alexa, so I just play, I say, Alexa, plays lo-fi music, and it started Love playing Alexa. <laughs> yeah, it's like my best <laughs> friend at the moment. <laughs> Love her. I've got one as well. Um, so, yeah, we started, I started listening to that. And you just have to chill out and just just know that it's all going to calm down soon. Like, it, yeah. it, you just got to, like, I try to avoid, I try to avoid the news, if that helps. Oh, completely, yeah. I think that is you've hit the nail on the head it's just all about keeping your mind distracted because it it literally is everywhere like especially for the first few weeks it was just on the news constantly you couldn't get away from it everyone was talking about it so it's definitely important just to have that switch off time and just ease your mind because your thoughts can run away with you um but I do hopefully believe that we are returning to some form of normality hopefully um we've still got a long way to go but just the fact that the hairdressers are reopening and things um, like that that's just really nice to know i nearly cried when my hairdresser <laughs> sent me a, a message and said here's your appointment i'm like oh my god yes thank you it's so funny how something like that reduces you to tears where normally you'd take something like that for granted but you literally 
I like that the minute you'll cry over any little thing. I know, like my hair's starting to look like when I was at high school. <laughs> got like a fringe going on. And I'm like, no, this needs to go. I love your hair though, I love the colour of it. Well, oh, it's a bit of a mess at the moment, but thank you. No, it's okay. Um, so let's talk about Away From, Stiffy from Blackpool, aren't you? Yes. Um, so have you lived there all your life? Were you, you were born there, weren't you? I was born there. I actually work at the hospital that I was born at. Oh, really? Which is so funny. That's, that's what so I said. Cool. That's what I said in the interview. <laughs> when I got the job, I was like, well, I was born here. <laughs> oh, they, wow. And they started laughing. So I was like, well, <laughs> I've got this in the bag. It's um, such a cool place, Blackpool. Though. I've been uh, once or twice and it, I just love the vibe of it. Like, it's such a nice place. And um, I'm glad that Pleasure Beach is reopening soon. That'll be exciting. Yeah, I love I love Blackpool. It sometimes got a love hate relationship with it. The only thing is the tourists. Yeah, it gets so busy sometimes, and you just can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, I bet that's annoying for you because obviously you live there, and everyone else is like going there for the first time, and you're just like, um, I've seen it a million times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone's like, oh my god, the Blackpool Tower. I'm like, yes, I know, I see it hundred times a day. <laughs> Uh, so do you still live in Blackpool then? Yeah, still live in Blackpool. Ah, oh, that's cool. What was life like growing up for you? Like, did you, what subjects did you do at school? Um, I had a really lucky childhood and everything. My mum and dad are amazing. Um, I, I went to a primary, primary school. It's, it was close to where we lived and then we moved. And then because I was friends with people at the primary school, they were going to a high school close to them yeah obviously when I moved it was far away so my best friend was going to that high school so I was like well I have to go with my best friend like I can't just ditch her like I could not do that yeah yeah I went to that school um and I got bullied a little bit Uh, yeah I think um most people I know have got bullied like some people managed to escape being bullied which is lucky but I don't think I know, like, one of my friends that I'm being bullied, so, I, yeah, it, it sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, um, it only happened for the first two years, and then they kind of, I kind of got a backbone, and when they were, like, being horrible to me, I started being horrible to back to them, <laughs> then they were like, whoa, oh, wow. okay, yeah. okay, we'll move on now, so, I yeah, wish I, just... I wish I could have been like that, um, you know, just develop a backbone because I was quite quiet in school whereas now I feel like I have have got a bit of a backbone but I wish I'd have had that in school as well so it's good that you had that um, in the last few years. Yeah the last few years I got a backbone and I started to like do like the subjects I really loved Um, obviously I did English and maths Um, (laughs) (laughs) and I did triple science so it's like physics, biology and chemistry. Yeah and then I did IT, and oh god, it was so so long ago. I'm just trying to remember. <laughs> um, oh god, what else did? I, oh, I did French. Oh, oh yeah, Ryan speaks fluent French. Oh, I don't think I, I don't think I speak fluent French. But <laughs> I, I've heard I've heard your boy I've heard your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I bet he's really good. Yeah, I love French. I want to try and learn it, so I'm about to get him to teach me some. Can oh, you yeah. reel off any French for me now? Oh God, um, Jim Appel Ryan, Jabita Blackpool, Donsla Nordwest, Ala Angleterre. Oh, well done. I don't know what I said, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was your favourite subject, do you think, at school? Oh, def- definitely science. Oh, okay. Interesting. If they were like, oh, we're doing like an experiment, I'm like, right, let's do this. See, I always used to dread experiments, and I don't know why, because I probably would enjoy them now, but I think it was the whole... I, I get very worried, you know, when I'm around chemicals and I, I'd always used to worry about being around acid and things like that. And Oh, yeah, yeah. Like we were doing, I don't know what we were doing, but it was like, you know, plaster in Paris. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I got some in my eye. Oh, my God. So they had to get this pipe and drain, <laughs> get put this water in my eye. And I'm, I was like hanging over the sink and they were just... <laughs> Oh, that is awful. I was like, it was horrible. They were like, if that's set in your eye, you might have had no eye. So I was like, oh, great. Oh, my God. That's, yeah. That is so bad. <laughs> I know. 
Uh, well, I'm glad you have both your eyes intact. Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, did you always know what you wanted to do at school? Like, did you always think, oh, I want to do this? Or did you have, like, different ideas in mind of what you wanted to do? My heart was set on forensic science. Okay. Um, that's what I did at college. Yeah. Um, and I got um, a distinction in that. And then I went to high, uh, uni. Okay. And did it for half a year and decided it's just not what I want to do. Um, yeah. I loved the crime scenes, loved the crime scenes. Um, where I went to, they had like their own crime scene houses. Okay. So we got to go to their, them and we got to do a bit of photography and stuff like that. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, it was really, it was really fun. Um, but then it, when it got to like going to the courts and stuff and learning all that lingo yeah that's where it lost me yeah do you know what yeah, I mean? sometimes you're like you think you set on one thing and then you'll learn more things about it and you think actually this isn't for me and that's okay yeah um yeah it was a shame but that's when i started to like learn about cameras and stuff with yeah all that stuff so it was really like fun to do that and then i dropped that and went to the same uni and did journalism for two years Oh wow, and that was that was fun. Um, but then the third year started to go into the courts again, and like, I I just thought to myself, what am I actually doing? Yeah, I like I'd really I'm really uni's just not for me. You know what? It's actually like really refreshing to hear you say that because although like I am actually going to uni this year, um, I it's refreshing to know like you know if it isn't for me, I can drop out or like sometimes it's just good to give things a try um and I can relate to how you feel because like in college like I think it must have took me four years just to complete college because the first time I went I ended up dropping out due to like you know anxiety no friends etc and then I went back and I don't know I did get through it but I just thought I need a break from education before I go back into it because sometimes it just you know you just have to figure out what you want to do because I think it's a constant like you're on a wheel aren't you of like having to decide things so quickly especially at a young age and sometimes you don't always know what you want to do straight away so I think that was um, quite difficult but it's good that like you know you can go back to uni at any age and you know it's just good that you have the opportunity to figure things out so it is refreshing to hear that um but yeah, it's so. When did you get into YouTube? Was it 2013? Is that like when you officially started doing videos? Two, <laughs> 2013. I think I was still at college then, and it was me and two other friends. And we thought when they were challenged, we challenged each other, and they were like, "Who can get to 100 views first? I was like, "Right, bring it on!" Oh. <laughs> so we first put out our first few videos and you know what you know what it's like you get you do your first video and you get like i don't know 10 views or something yeah so we just kept going and um all i'm gonna say is i'm the last one standing they that is so cool <laughs> they they did a, like a few more videos and they just stopped and that's when i started to learn that i kind of loved making videos yeah um a similar thing, I don't know if you ever watched the YouTuber Antonella, but she was actually saying the same thing happened with her. Like, a friend, a friends gave her a bet to do a video, and if she did, they'd give her 50p or something. And then she, it ended up, like, actually becoming a hobby of hers. So it's funny how something that starts off as a little bet or whatever can actually develop into something you love. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's cool. So what would you say, like... Um, inspired you to join youtube other than that like did you have any other reasons for joining or um well it was probably my sister that was into youtube before me um because i know it was around when i was in high school um but i wasn't really like technically aware of everything i was more like watching tv and stuff um yeah so i wasn't really i didn't really i didn't even have a laptop so okay like i wasn't like on youtube or anything so yeah when my sister like got her ipad and started watching like youtube and stuff i was like oh what's this because i obviously knew what youtube was but i didn't know like they had like channels and stuff and yeah um i was i was pretty pretty i was like a novice um so 
I was just like watching a few things. And the first channel I discovered was Miranda Sings. Oh, I love Miranda. Miranda Sings. Miranda. You know, if it's one channel that you discover first, of course it's Miranda Sings, the crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> so I started watching those. And um, and then a few months after, that's when the bet started. So like, Ooh. who can get 100 views first? So I was like, oh, so I'll watch these, see how she does her videos, and then I'll just try myself. And that's how it started. That's so cool. Um. Would you say YouTube has, like, matched up to what you thought it would be, like, has it matched up to your expectations, or...? Uh, oh, everything and more. I didn't think I'd discover a community. Like, I discovered you through YouTube. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's so weird. Like, I met, I've met, i met someone from America who does cocktails along with, alongside, like, video games. That is that's so cool like, I just love how diverse the community is like you've got all types of walks of life you've got people of cooking yeah um, there's like different niches like people do like ASMR videos knitting like there's just so many different corners of YouTube and I think that's my favorite part about it yeah and to this day me and this 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 lady she's called cocktails and consoles and we, we to this day we're like how did we discover each other? I'm like, I really don't know. It must have just popped up on YouTube one day and I just click, clicked the video and then that was me. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, yeah, I think you, I think, I don't know if I followed you first, you followed me, but I remember checking out your channel and I just thought, oh, he's so fun. Like, I just love your personality and you're just such a bundle of fun and energy and you always make me smile when I watch your videos. So thanks for continuously posting good content. Oh, thank you very much. And I really enjoy your live streams as well. Like, some, I don't always get to attend every single one, but if I'm laid in bed on a Friday night or something, I'll see you live and I'll be like, oh, let's go see what Ryan's up to. And it's just, it's yeah, it's nice to watch you. Yeah, see, that's um, what they're for, just for people to, like, chill out on a Friday yeah. and just be like, right, what's this idiot talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, what would you say, like, the best and worst things about YouTube are if you had to pick? Um... The worst thing is probably, like, the stupid people that you come across, like, yeah. in the comments. It's, like, just so unnecessary, and I feel like they're just doing it to get, you know, when they people can like their comment. I feel that's what they're doing. Yeah. And also, you know, when you get people commenting, saying, oh, I loved your content. Check out mine! I'm like, oh, God. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I could never do that. Yeah, that's just so... Uh... Yeah, it's like you clearly didn't watch the video. Like, <laughs> do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but um, the best thing, um, oh, again, just meeting like random people that you would never usually meet. Yeah. And like they have events as well, don't they? Like, I know they have VidCon in America. I don't know if they have anything like that in the UK, but it would be cool to actually like meet up with people and like when all this is over and just like have a little event and that would be cool as well like to meet more people yeah i think the uk one's called summer in the city okay yeah I think that's what it's called yeah hopefully that can happen then because that'd be cool um what would you say your favorite video that you've uploaded is um well i do i do like doing vlogs because yeah this just so real and you can't really edit that if you know what I mean yeah I love your vlogs I love the <laughs> I love the McDonald's one and I love that birthday one as well yeah I just like featuring my family um in the vlogs and um I also like doing my self-help help videos yeah um because a few years ago I think I did a video called how to be positive okay. I think it's way way back now but um I got a dm from twitter um from someone and they said thank you so much for my uh, the video that you did um uh, it's really helped me um get over depression and i thought well i've got to carry on doing this now because if i'm helping amazing. one person then it's just i've got to carry on doing it because that's what the channel's for it's just to help if it's just helping one person then i'm doing my job that is the beauty of youtube it really is and that's oh that just it's so inspiring um have you, do your family and friends know about YouTube? 
well, my family do, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do shove a camera in their face. So they're like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, oh, it's just for YouTube. You know, you know the deal. <laughs> and uh, my friends do as well. Um, my are best friend. Supportive? Oh, yeah. So supportive. Um, my best friend, Abby, has been in a few um, vlogs. Um, I think she was in. Um, yeah, she was in the Disneyland Paris vlog that I did. Um, yeah. And yeah, she's so supportive. She even messaged me last night actually saying, um, I've just been catching up on some of your videos with my boyfriend and honestly we've been laughing the whole time. Oh, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Yeah, it's lovely when your family and friends can support you because I think at first I tried to hide it from a family, but sometimes you just can't hide it. Like I think my sister found out because my Instagram popped up as like a suggested or something and then she found it from there and oh. I was just like, oh no. But she, they actually enjoy the content so it's nice when your family and friends can actually support it as well and you don't have to feel like you can you have to hide it from them oh yeah you will get you will get to that stage where you're like do you know what i'm just going to post it on facebook now because i'm i'm just loving it yeah <laughs> you will exactly. get to that stage um where would you say you like hoping to go in the future in terms of youtube have you got any plans um would you like it to be a full-time job or do other things alongside it like what's your vision for ryan ashmore on youtube um i think if you if you had a job as your hobby then that'd be amazing like yeah. obviously i think it would just be amazing to do something you love um obviously you want to be like optimistic but you want to be realistic as well be realistic as well yeah yeah um so i i never in my life, I tend to not think about the future yeah. because you, d you don't want to get your hopes up on something and then it doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, it's nice to dream. Like, you can have, like, goals and aspirations. That's yeah. absolutely fine, but not, like, think into the future, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah. But, obviously, I'd love to, like, hey, what do you do? You know, I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a real thing because, like... I don't know, I just, I know quite a few people who actually do it as a job, and I'm like, oh, okay, like, you actually do it as a job, and they don't have that many subscribers either, like, obviously, they have, like, over 10k, but it's nice to know that you can still, like, make it into that if you wanted to, so it's definitely possible. Yeah. Um, are there any, like, big YouTubers and small YouTubers who currently inspire you at the minute? Um, well... Obviously, I've got to say yourself first, because oh, I wish I had the confidence at the start when I started that you do. You have so much confidence. Oh, well, well, I'm actually not a confident person, so thank you for saying that. Well, that doesn't come across. You're really confident. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, but yeah, are there any other YouTubers or um, big YouTubers big, that you like? Big YouTubers. Um, someone, <laughs> someone introduced me to Jeffree Star. Oh, I have mixed views on him, which we'll get into. Oh, really? Bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, d I don't get, like, all the drama and stuff. That that bit I don't like. But, like, obviously, I don't wear makeup or anything. I don't, yeah. like, I don't... Hey, anybody can wear makeup. Like, that's absolutely fine. Like, some boys do it better than some girls, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, But I just... He's just so funny and so witty. And I'm like what the hell is this guy talking about but i'm i'm laughing <laughs> yeah um i also watched him for a while as well before i started i i don't know if i'm as keen on him now but i used to love his mm -hmm. content like the creativeness and stuff so that definitely was inspiring as well um are there any youtubers you'd want to collaborate with in the future um if i did collaborate i'd probably be with small youtubers like myself yeah um so obviously you're at the top of the list um oh, yeah, thank you <laughs> um any other small youtubers um well the lady that i spoke about before cocktails and consoles. Oh, that would be cool and to be honest it's actually possible as well obviously it would be cool for you to collaborate in person but you can do it over skype as well because i've seen a few videos recently where they actually have done it over skype and it actually weirdly works so you could always do it in that method as well but obviously oh. it would be better to it's funny, it's funny you say that actually <laughs> a few years ago we actually did do a club me and her and she actually made a cocktail in honor of me oh wow really yeah it was all like mango. I, I, i'll send her the link later 
that's so cool. But um, yeah, it's like all mango because she she like asked like what kind of drinks do you like, and I was like, well, I like mango smoothies and stuff, and um, I love mango. with a little bit of alcohol in it. So yeah, she did that, and it was oh, it oh that's amazing. so cool. How do you keep inspired with video ideas? Because I know I get quite stuck on these sometimes. Like I might run out of video ideas, which is why I don't really upload a lot. Um. But what would you say like keeps you inspired with video ideas? Um, oh God, well, if I'm being honest, right now I'm I need to film a video tonight, and have I got an idea? No. <laughs> okay, that that's quite refreshing to hear because I feel like I'm the only one sometimes that has these like brain fogs and. I don't know. I don't want to like make content for the sake of it. If you know what I mean, I want to make something that actually feel like it's good you know yeah, um, I'm the same I'm like yeah I need to like put out videos and stuff but I don't want to put out one just for the hell of it yeah and I think what puts you off as well is copyright because I had so many different plans you know with like reaction videos and things like mm-hmm. that but I ended up getting like a copyright strike and it just kind of deflates you a bit and you think oh what can I do um but yeah it, I think copyright can also make you feel like that as well. Oh, yeah. Like, when I first started, I used to get so many copyright things. I was like, what does this mean? What is a copyright? And then you start to learn, and it's like, oh, okay, then. Like, yeah, you do get, over time, you do learn the things in YouTube, and it's like, all right, I need to be this way. But, okay, that's fine. And then you start to think of ideas. And um, it's just at the moment, I'm just having a bit of a fog at the moment and just like what yeah. the hell what the hell can I film I think that's why I like podcasts as well because you don't actually have to like go through that pressure of like you know getting the right lighting etc like obviously I do enjoy all that but it's nice to actually just jump on a mic and talk about whatever you want sometimes so that's why I'm glad I've got a podcast as well yeah you like you um, should totally like get the audio from this and put it onto like YouTube yeah, I might consider doing something like that in the future, like maybe creating a visual or something for it, because I know yeah. people do that, so yeah, that could be cool. Um, now, I want to briefly talk about the hate you received recently, you know, like the multiple dislikes on your videos, which I thought was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to know how you're managing with that now, because I know it got you quite down. Um, at first, obviously even you could get 20 likes and you could get one dislike and it's the one dislike that's going to affect you oh definitely um, yeah and you're like well why are they disliking um i've soon <laughs> i've soon learned to discover that it's it's people in my past that they're just they were just horrible people um yeah and i've just learned to be a proper youtuber you've got to get those dislikes you know yeah <laughs> It means you're thriving if people want to take their time out of their precious little day to come on your video, sign into their account, dislike it. Like, that takes effort. Like, that just shows how bothered they are. Exactly. And even, like I said in a couple of, um, a few videos ago, I was like, hey, you're giving me a view. Like, I don't care. Exactly. You you have to view my video to dislike it. So that's absolutely fine. You keep disliking it. (laughs) And um, they've stopped, actually, which is really amazing. Um, yeah. I think well, they if, they do re- if they do restart again, then they know where I am. And, you know, we will come and find them <laughs> if they yes. do anything. Um, but, yeah, enough about here. Let's, well, actually, it does lead me into my next topic, which I'll go into. And then we'll get into something more positive. But yeah. um, what would you say your opinion is on cancel culture because I know you tweeted about this and I thought oh let's get into this a bit I really don't get it it's like it's like a mob mentality yeah I've got mixed views on it because on one hand I understand it in some instances like you know if something really serious has been committed and the person needs to be held accountable I can 100% understand it but in another instance I just I think it's gone too far and I think the wrong people are getting cancelled like the people who actually deserve to be cancelled aren't getting cancelled and I don't know it kind of makes me sad in a way because I don't know I feel like it's made people very wary and um, I don't know like some of my favourite celebrities I don't know if they're your cup of tea but like you know I'll give you an example Taylor Swift do you remember when she got cancelled I think it was like was it 
2007? I can't remember, but it was like a whole big thing on Twitter, like Taylor Swift is over party was trending and all my friends were like talking about how they dislike her and stuff and I was just like, you know, give it time, like I think she's a good person and I can always feel someone out when they've got a good heart or a good spirit, like I don't need to... You know, when you just have that gut feeling that someone's a good person and I just knew she was a good person. And then when I saw that it came out, that it was all like lies and stuff about her, that's what I thought. Like, I just thought, oh, wow, like it just it really is extreme, this cancel culture. And then another instance that's happened with James Charles, I don't know if you watch him, but he got cancelled, didn't he? And um, he's recently, you know, is is come back up to fruition if that's a word fruition fruition um, yeah but yeah he's like I, I could feel that he was a good person as well he's definitely not perfect but I just feel like I know when someone's got a good heart and it was just such a shame to see what happened to him and he was saying he felt suicidal over it and stuff and luckily he's back up there now but I think that's what I don't like about cancel culture and so yeah what would you say like needs to change on it like would you say it should remain or do you think certain things should change about it or well just to go back on the james charles thing like look at him now he's thriving he's got his own reality he's got his own reality show on um on on his youtube channel yeah and that's been very successful i feel a bit of a connection to him as well i don't know why maybe it's because he was born in may as well and i was born in may and i don't know i can i just felt really sad when I saw his downfall because it was was like everyone was celebrating it Um, and I don't know if you that's what I was going to mention about Jeffrey Star like um, I have obviously supported Jeffrey Star in the past and I've I've definitely enjoyed his content Um, but I think we're just learning more things about him I'm just a bit unsure at the minute Um, but I suppose it's one of them as well where you've got to hear all size of the story out um yeah that's the worst thing that's what if i had a platform as big as his i would never say stuff like oh this person needs to be cancelled because then all your fans and all the people who who are inspired by you are gonna follow you and then give this person hate yeah this was what's the point like it's not going to achieve anything i know um so I think in, in like Jenna Marbles as well, I don't know if you've seen her, but she's recently quit YouTube over it, um, which is a real shame actually, because she's one of the YouTubers that really inspired me as well. And she's such a lovely person as well. And it's just, yeah. So I think that's what my thoughts are on cancel culture. Like, I do get it and I do understand it, but I think it needs to be applied to the right people. And I think it just needs to be used less, like, because, I don't know, it just seems as though people are just using it every opportunity they can get. Yeah, I, I just, I could never, I could never do that to someone. I could never be like, oh, well, this person needs to be cancelled or stuff like that, because it's just not going to get anywhere. And what if that happened to you and you're doing it to someone? And yeah. what if it happened to you? You wouldn't like that, would you? And so we're all human like, beings. Exactly. So I don't understand why people do that. I really, I really don't. Yeah, I just think we all need to be a bit kinder to each other. And like, if we do make a mistake, I think we shouldn't be like, I don't know, it depends on the mistake, obviously. But I think, you know, I think we just need to be a bit kinder to people and not jump straight to shaming them and like publicly, publicly humiliating them. Like, if I saw that someone had made a mistake and I genuinely wanted them to improve, I would maybe privately message them or something and just say, you know, like, just try and help them improve, but without shaming them and saying like they're a bad person because we're all human at the end of the day and we all make mistakes and we're all here to grow so I think that definitely needs to change a bit oh definitely um but let's move on to a lighter topic which I know you're very excited about and I'm very (laughs) excited about too it is the wonderful big brother oh I love it so let's talk about when you started becoming a fan of it when did you start watching big brother um, it was in 2007, so okay. it was, you know, Brian Bellow, and, yeah. like the twins, um, it was that one. So I, I had no idea what it was. I started watching it and I was like, what the hell is this? I absolutely <laughs> love it. Um, and it really, people say like, well, it's just a show, Ryan, like what are you on about? It's, it got me through high school. 
<laughs> yeah, and it's like people have such a misconception about it as well. They think it's some trash reality show, which it is, I suppose, but it's more than that. Like, it's not just about, you know, certain housemates or whatever. It's the whole concept to it. Like, it's, I don't know. I just think it's so ahead of its time. And I, I've definitely, you know, I think it's one of its kind. So I, I can completely understand why you say it got you through high school because. It, it used to get me through moments as well. Like if, you know, I was feeling depressed at college or whatever, there'd be an episode on it that night about, oh, I can't wait to get up and watch Big Brother. Like, literally, um, it's yeah. so, like, entertaining and innovative. Um, so did you actually go back and watch, like, the older series then on on oh, YouTube? Or... Of course. Um, as soon as I watched um, that one and that series ended in 2007 i was like right i need to go and find all these other ones um yeah it was pretty hard at the time and then when i discovered youtube i was like oh all these series are on here um so i just started binge watching them um it's just like it's just there's no reality show like it where are you gonna find like all these like 18 year olds mixed with like this 40 year old from like i don't know birmingham you know i know it's just yeah. not gonna happen you're I not gonna find that on love so... island yeah it's so interesting and like it definitely shows that people who are very different can make it work like sometimes there will be arguments and stuff but it is interesting to see how they all try and get along if you know what i mean yeah. um but what would you say if you had to pick what would you say your favorite series is Oh, it's got to be um, Series 7, you know, with Nikki Graham. Oh, yeah, that is a classic. <laughs> who, who is she? <laughs> um, it was just, it was just the cast was perfect. Um, the, every week, like literally every day something happened. Like, there was oh, no boring episode. Yeah. It was just so innovative as well. Like, just even everything down to the house design. Like, who thought of that concept of, like, having furniture that's meant to be outside inside or whatever it was like that whole inside outside theme that would have really wound me up you had to go and eat your dinner outside i'm yeah. like oh okay then what if it's raining you know? <laughs> <laughs> um it's just the houses were just so good and you know like on launch night when they used to like give you a tour around the house oh i love that that's my favorite that used to be my favorite bit of the show <laughs> and i i don't know as well if you noticed this but like channel four launches seem to be on such a much bigger scale than channel five like channel five just seemed to be a bit smaller and not many people talked about it but channel four was like a whole press moment like they'd have cameras they'd have magazines there like it'd be a whole like a big big night and people would have lunch parties and stuff so i kind of missed that aspect as well that it was such a big deal yeah i think channel four put more effort into it um yeah channel five the channel we do not speak of anymore um <laughs> <laughs> it's just i think they're like oh we got this show and we don't have any other shows really on our channel we're just gonna like see how it does and they kind of just drag it through the mud um yeah. and it's it just Obviously, there's some bits that I liked on Channel 5, like probably more celebrity than anything. Um, but yeah, Channel 4 just did it right and they knew what show they had. And it wasn't, it was more an experiment on Channel 4. On Channel 5, it was just like uh, entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> and it was definitely like ahead of its time, like tackling issues such as like LGBT rights and stuff and trans rights. Like in 2004, like this was like early, early days and there was like, tackling issues such as these so I find that quite inspiring um I think my favorite series I don't know if I can decide on one there's been many but I actually quite liked the um 2007 one with uh Charlie in it oh god um, yeah <laughs> I think what I liked about it not only did I love the eye design I love the eye design mm -hmm. but um I love the whole like uh I don't know I just found so many funny moments from it especially Nikki do you remember Nikki yeah oh she was such a mono like just when she did that voice it just made me laugh so much that whiny voice like no carol no <laughs> i'm not i'm not having it carol no okay like, don't speak to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> and chanel made me laugh a lot as yeah. well um but i don't know if i can decide on a favorite because i love the 2000 and uh, was it 2004 as well with fight night i oh, absolutely okay. love um emma 
like she was one of my favorite housemates she was just so funny and like oh it was just I loved her um and yeah I, I find that a few of my favorite housemates actually went early as well like they either got ejected or evicted early like um I also liked Leslie Sanderson as well in uh was it 2005 wow. I, oh yeah yes. Um, she was a bit controversial, I must admit, and I didn't agree with every sh- everything she did, but I think it was just a broad Yorkshire accent that made me laugh. She, I just found her really funny, um, and she did a lot of funny things. But yeah, um, Macosi as well. Oh, P- Macosi is so underrated. Like, honestly, yeah. the amount of times she avoided being evicted, um, like, she got, her, she got a task on week one, um, and she passed it, so she got immune. And then a, a few weeks after that, she got another task where she could be immune. Um, That's amazing. And then another week, she got. She was actually. She had, there was a choice between her and I think she was called Vanessa, and the housemate oh, yeah. chose Vanessa instead of her, so she avoided eviction again. So it's like, wow! But then she kind of messed up after the whole jacuzzi thing, which yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, now I know. Obviously, you've expressed your distaste for channel five but did you ever actually watch any of the channel five series oh yeah i've, I've watched all the channel five series um would you say you had actually liked any or um i liked um secret secrets and lies yeah I, I really liked that concept um and another one i liked was the celebrity one with the i think it was katie hopkins and perry Hilton. yeah oh. Um, oh that one was so good and i love the whole like winter fairy theme as well um (laughs) just like every day there was an argument i was like oh god right who's going to be arguing tonight yeah um what was another one as well oh there was another one i'm trying to think um but yeah there was quite a few good uh, channel five ones but yeah channel four is definitely the superior no arguments um would have you watched any like other countries as well like australia canada or america big brothers I've tried. I've I've tried. I gave it a good go. Yeah. It's just their formats are so different. Oh, Big Brother America. I watched that and it's just so different. Like, it's more of a game, isn't it, rather than, like, the true yeah. essence of Big Brother. I don't know. I don't like too much gameplay because I feel like it spoils it a bit. Like, a little bit's fine. Yeah, a little bit's fine. When the public can't decide who goes, that's when it loses me. Yeah. Um, Nikki Graham actually went into Big Brother Canada as well, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, she did actually. She did quite well, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I was quite surprised. I watched her best bits of that one. I didn't watch the series of that, but yeah. I watched her best bits, and I was like, "Yep, that's my girl." Ah, <laughs> oh, she's done so good. Um, have you ever been to a live show? I haven't. Um, it's just, just when it was on Channel Four. Obviously, I was. I think I was too young then. Um to go but then on channel five it was very hard to get into the audience yeah. uh, you had to like queue up and you weren't even guaranteed a place in the audience yeah however funny story <laughs> the, the last few years because i actually had i actually have a big brother um twitter account it's called oh yeah at, I, I saw this recently and i thought is that ryan and yeah. then I, yeah <laughs> it's called at big brother focus yeah. And they actually, the actual Big Brother Twitter account DM'd me and they said, hey, would you like to walk around um, the house before the housemates go in? And I oh thought, my God. Uh, well, this is where the funny, the story gets a bit, oh dear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually said, because of the state of the show it was in, and I was that annoyed. You said no. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, I said no. Oh. <laughs> and I didn't say no just to be like, like, stick two fingers up at them. I didn't do that. I thought, yeah. I'm not going to go around looking around a place that's just really annoying me right now. And it's just not the show I used to love. So yeah. I thought, I'll give someone else an opportunity to go because I really yeah. don't, I don't, I'm, not, I'm just not going to enjoy it. And the fandom, they're lovely. But sometimes they can be a bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like, if you don't agree with their opinion, it's like, oh, well, we'll shoo, sh- like, sh- shoo you away. It's just like, oh, okay, then that's fine. So I don't I don't think it would have been right for me to go. 
Yeah, no, that that's understandable. Sense. Yeah, but it's cool that they actually thought of you to like look around like that's so cool. Oh yeah. Um, what would you say you were watch like BB Bots and stuff like that as well? Oh yeah, yeah. I probably enjoyed that more than the main show. Yeah. Because I thought Ryland did a really good job. He actually did. Yeah, I think I was going to ask you that. Like, who would you say like your favorite presenter was on BB Bots? Well, I'm I'm, I'm always going to say Emma because I always I always loved Emma, but I loved yeah, Emma as well. as well. Yeah. Um. I even didn't mind Alice Levine at times as well. I didn't agree with yeah, all of you, but she was actually quite good. Yeah, I don't know why they got rid of her. She's actually really... I love her dry humour or whatever you call that type of humour. I just find it quite funny. And she's on BBC Radio 1 now, so girl's yeah, done yeah. good. Look at her, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about your favourite, like, main show presenter? There was Davina, Brian, Emma, if you had to pick one. Oh, it's always Davina. Always. Oh, 100%. Um, she's like go... the essence. Yeah, she's the mother, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Like, there's no like contest. Like, she, I, I am. She inspires me because she's just so like, you know, what she's like. She's out there. She's quite weird. Um, yeah. And I thought, well, if she can be like that, so can I. Like, I'm weird. I'm a bit geeky and out there. Yeah. Like, she's obsessed with the show, and she clearly I showed love it. That. And she's like, oh, do you remember this from this season? I'm like, yes, yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, so it's like she's. Just she like, was like. I think that's what made it so special. She was one of us. She was a viewer as well. And that, that really made her, like, one of the best hosts, if not the best, like, honestly. Yeah, like, I think I remember her presenting um, an eviction show one one night. And she, the camera went back to her, you know, when they went to the house. And then the camera went back to her. And you could see her actually watching the screen. And she was like, oh, oh, you're back to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry, I was watching. <laughs> I really hope they do bring it back, though. Like, I don't know if they ever will, but I just feel like it's so timeless. Like, I just, I want it to come back, and I want, I want them to really think about it. Though, if it does come back, I really want them to sit down and think about how to make it better because I feel like they need all them ingredients back, and they probably need to meet with fans like us as well, like just in a, like around a round table and just like. Right, here's what we want. We want this, we want this, we want this. Like, yeah, yeah it would be so cool. Um, um, do, you, do you think it will ever come back? Well, a lot of people are saying, like, Big Brother 2021. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I love the show and everything. Don't get me wrong. I just yeah. think it's too soon. Yeah, it, they definitely need time to just think about everything, don't they? Especially with this pandemic, too. They just need to really, like, I don't want them to rush and come back. Like, I really want them to think about it and really revamp it as well and shock people. Yeah, since they've done this, like, best bits, best shows ever on yeah. E4 recently, um, the response has been amazing. Like, the first episode, it's just been out that the ratings were, like, over a million, which is That's amazing. That's so good. It's For E4 as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it, the most. It's the most rating I think in two or three years. And that, that just shows like there still yeah. is a love for Big Brother. They just need to like find those ingredients again. Like what made it so successful in the first few years. Like if they can do that, then it it could be really successful. Exactly. Like even like my dad, he's he's like an in and out kind of person. He like watches it sometimes and then drops out of it. But he's even he's been like watching the episodes and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, and I, I I love that. I'm like, if one of my family members are watching it, I'm like, oh my god, I love you. <laughs> and it's like even American celebrities know about it as well. Like I can't remember who it was. Was it? I can't even remember the name. But they were mentioning Nicky Graham, and I was like, oh, you know about Nicky Graham? Now that is like an international yeah. crossover. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let's qu quickly talk about who your favourite housemates are because I can't not ask you who your top five, ten housemates are of all time. I want to know this. So if you could make me a list now in your oh head, God. who are your top five or top ten favourite housemates of all time? I think I'm just going to go through every series in my head. So obviously, yeah. Nasty Nick. Oh, well, obviously. See, I didn't watch that series in full. I did watch a bit, but I, I need to like get into that because I don't know what this whole nasty Nick thing's about. So I definitely need to get into that. Oh yeah, I'll find a link for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, Nasty Dick, who was like the first game player, and I was like, yeah. I, I love that. Um, I'm trying to go through all the other series. Obviously, Jade Goody. Uh, um, yeah. 
she went through a bit of controversy when she went back in yeah. the celebrity, but then she kind of redeemed herself after that. Yeah, I think she showed genuine remorse, didn't she, when she went, uh, was it to Big Brother Indy, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't even think, you know when she went to Celebrity Big Brother? Yeah. I don't think she was the worst one. Yeah, I think it was like Joe, weren't it? And Joe and like Danielle, that. yeah. Yeah. Obviously, she said some bad things. Like, I'm not going to say she didn't. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, she, I don't think she was the worst one. But yeah. anyway, let me go through it again. Um, Nikki Graham, obviously. Oh, 100%, yeah. Um, do you remember Mary the Witch? Oh, my God, yeah. She was robbed. Like, the first week she left, and I was like, oh, imagine if she was there the whole series. Like, yes. <laughs> oh, she was actually so quick. Yeah, I loved her. And obviously Charlie and Chanel, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I even love Tracy, you know, the one with the pink hair. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was just yeah. so real, and she just said it how it was, and I was like, yes, some normality in the house, even though she wasn't that normal, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, other ones, I like Rex. Oh, from which Baby one was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and the, the chef. Yeah, the chef. Yeah. And, um, he, I don't know why he didn't win. It was, yeah. it was between him and Mikey, you know, the blind guy. Oh, yeah. No, Rachel won. God knows how, but yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, other people, obviously Josie and um, oh, John, John James. I, I love yeah. that story and stuff. Um, and Channel 5, the only person that pops into my head is Tiffany. Oh yeah, um, I'm trying to think of like a no, a no, a non-civilian. What's the word? Civilian, um, a housemate for Channel Five. Um, Gina and Dexter. Yeah, oh Gina. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. She but yeah, well, she nearly got evicted the first week, and then she went all the way to the final and came third. I was like, go on, Gina. Yeah. Oh, do you remember Sally Axel as well? Oh my god, side <laughs> side boob Sally. Side boob Sally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I I don't know if I could do a top ten, but my some of my favourite housemates were definitely like Emma. She went too soon in Big Brother yeah. 2004. Um, I also really like who else was it? Who else? Uh, Leslie Sanderson, um, yeah. Chanel. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, let me think who else. I feel like I'm gonna miss lots of people out. Definitely Nikki. Um, yeah, I feel like I liked a lot of housemates that left early for some reason. I don't know. I just I like the underrated ones. Um, but yeah, oh, so many. I'll be here all day trying to. Oh, same. I'm thinking of loads more now. I'm like, <laughs> I just like I could not. I could not make a list, honestly. Yeah. Um, which brings me on to my next thing. Who would you say the most underrated Big Brother housemates are? Um, do you remember 2007? And yeah. it was that old, what was her name? I think she was called Leslie, oh. actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, oh, she was actually a savage, weren't she? Yeah. And she just, and she left. I was so gutted. I remember, like, watching it live and she was leaving. I was so gutted. You know, when you could watch um, the live feed? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I used to go, go home and turn on the TV and watch live feed for hours. Ah, uh, yeah. They need to bring live feed back as well. Definitely. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, I just watched, I used to love watching her. I think, um, she had she had her face down in her in the covers or something, and one of the housemates asking what she was doing. She was like, "Oh, I'm just smelling the covers." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What are you doing?" But to me, I loved the older housemates. Yeah, no, um, yeah, definitely, yeah. I, I just loved them. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones. Um, the, there'll be so many more that we'll think of after this, and we'll just be kicking ourselves. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what would you say, like, would you say prefer celebrity big brother or the civilian? I, I, I've always, my heart goes out to civilian. civilian. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I do like celebrity big brother and it's definitely had some, like, game-changing moments, but civilian will always be, the, like, the true essence, won't it? I, d I don't, yeah, obviously, don't, don't get me wrong, I used to like celebrity, but when they used to do it two series a year instead of one. Yeah. 
I kind of thought, well... I actually preferred it in the winter as well for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why, it just felt like everyone enjoyed it in the winter. Like, the people that you could have got in the summer one, like the good ones, you could have put in the winter one with all the good ones in the winter series, and then you yeah. could have had a good rounded series, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what would you say top five or ten favourite moments from BBR? I know you've mentioned some of these in your video, but mm-hmm. for those who don't know, maybe we mention them again. Um, it was Big Brother 3 when they divided the house to rich to poor. Yes. They went mental. Like <laughs> they, they like started going like over the fence, over the barriers and stuff. I was like, oh my god, they're going crazy. <laughs> oh, can I just mention something quickly? Something's popped into my head. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. know if you watch this Channel Five series, but I actually loved the twist they did. You know that white room twist uh, oh, with yeah, uh, yeah. Connor and who else was it? Oh, uh, Luke, Luke S. Even though I art oh, that was actually one of my favourite series as well from the Channel Five. I love that one with the insiders and outsiders. But yeah, that twist though, that twist. That yeah, was so oh, good. He was like he pressed that button straight away. Yeah. <laughs> he just didn't like, care. That was definitely um good for Channel Five. So I would have to shout that out shout that one out. But yeah, carry on, sorry. Um oh what else? A fight night, obviously. Yeah. Well, obviously not for good reasons, but you know. Yeah. I just remember watching that and I was like, what the hell is going on? Because obviously I was catching up on them and I never knew about Fight Night. Yeah. So to me, it was just a normal episode. Then I was like, what the hell is going on? I know when you compare it to other episodes, it was like, wow, like, oh my gosh. Because yeah. there was like Fight Night 2 and Fight Night 3, weren't they? Like, um, but they, I don't think they were as big in comparison to what Fight Night 1 was. Yeah. Um, obviously, the boxes task. Oh yeah, yeah, that was funny. Um, when I was watching it, I thought, "How can this be funny?" But it ended up being really funny. Yeah, I think they ended up being in the boxes for like twenty six hours. Oh wow! So yeah, yeah, with only one break. So I was like, "Oh man, I kind of want to do that task." Yeah, I love how creative the tasks are. Like, I think didn't they do one with like an airplane as well, and you had to like. Pretend they're on an aeroplane or something. Yeah. They're just so creative, the task team sometimes, all of it. Um, series 7, The Golden Housemate. Um, oh, yeah. With the whole, like, Kit Kat in a Kit, uh, golden tickets in Kit Kat thing. Yeah, was that was like, genius. Oh, that's so good. Um, <laughs> um, obviously, Nikki, just, she's just a whole moment in itself. Yeah. Um, Charlie and Chanel just arguing all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's so many. So many. Um, what would you say favourite Big Brother Eye design is? Um, it's probably a mix between um the evil one, which was Big Brother Five. Yeah. Um, or the Big Brother Seven one, you know, with like the yellows and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I loved like the the two thousand and seven one and the another one I quite liked was um it was like, I think it was a Channel 5 one, but I thought it was quite cool how they designed it. It was like a multicoloured one. Um, I can't remember which one it was for. I think it was oh, the like one. Oh, black and white. And like it was the 2012 of, uh, one. Some, oh, oh, yeah. I think it was that one and Lydia was in it. Lydia, oh, she's in the housemate yeah, yeah. I quite liked. Um, but yeah. What about favourite Big Brother Diary Room chair? Oh, God. Everyone goes for the golden one. The 2006 one. Yeah, everyone goes for that one. Yeah. But I quite liked the the one afterwards, you know, the light-up one. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, was that 2007? Yeah. Yeah, I quite liked that one. Yeah, I like that one, yeah. And that, all I can think about is Chanel having a tantrum on it going, <laughs> I want to go home, I'm going to walk to the train station in my bare feet if I have to. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah I, I love that diary room yeah um i'm trying to think of another chair lights as well i'm sure there was many more um there was a I channel quite... 5 one i liked yeah and i like many... the power trip one channel 5 power trip that was quite cool that was a good one yeah uh, oh, what was it um oh i've got it in my head and i can't remember um oh what was it um I think I think it was like a pop art kind of. Oh yeah, um, in, in Woodburn series. Oh yeah, and it looks like a picture. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, like that. Do you know, 
another one I liked as well, um, UK vs USA, I liked that whole concept as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a good one as well. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and I've already mentioned this favourite BB Bots host. Uh, so another one I want to go on is, if you had to design a Big Brother house, what would your ideal house look like? Oh, man. Um, well, I did I did like the Big Brother 7 one. Yeah. So I do like, I've seen some chairs online, right, and I thought it was very Big Brother. It's like just all white, but they light up. Oh, so wow. I have those in the lounge. Yeah. And um, the geek that I am, if the evicted housemates were sat on these chairs and then their chair went red, that's oh. the, person that went ev- the person was evicted. Oh, that's so cool. I love I that. I know, it sounds so geeky, but <laughs> I love that. Um, did you, you know, on the series, did you like it when they had the pictures on the wall of all of them? Um, yeah, I did quite like that, actually. Yeah, I quite liked that. That was the only a few things I liked from Channel 5. I liked, like, the housemate wall thing. I liked that. Yeah. Um, um, I also like it as well when they walk down the stairs, but it's isolated. Because, you know, in the Channel 5 ones, they didn't used to have it isolated, did they? Whereas in Channel 4, they actually had it isolated, which I actually quite liked. Yeah, they did that for the last series on Channel 5. And yeah. one of my favourite ones, the last series on Channel 5. And they had, like, an isolated thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's probably something I would have in the ho- my own house as well. Um, what else? Um, I don't like it when it's, like, all open plan. I like it when it's, like, in different rooms. So there's a kitchen, then another yeah. room. I don't like it when it's all open plan everyone can see everyone. I definitely like the whole quirkiness, like, you know the outside inside and just all these quirky things you can do like futuristic i definitely would have something like that like and just yeah. love how quirky the designs are yeah um so i think i've already touched on this but where did you think big brother went wrong um oh god <laughs> too much outside contact yeah you know when they started like doing like oh this person tweeted out this and it's like oh the yeah. whole point is for them to not know what the public think of them. Yeah. Um, so that that was just stupid. That um, what else? The amount of twists they had, they, that they had. Like I know Big Brother Seven had their twists, but you know, just messing with nominations all the time. And, yeah. And then when they used to have an eviction, but they used it wasn't a proper one. It was just in out the back door. I didn't like that pass to the final thing. I don't know. I just felt like oh, that was a bit... No yeah. one did. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that, especially with Helen Wood. Do you remember Helen Wood? Oh, my. Oh, who could forget? Jeez. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think we've touched on everything. I can't believe how long this has actually been. I thought we'd only, like, do oh, half really? an hour, and we've actually done over an hour, so <laughs> love that. Um, I actually had some bonus topics written down. I don't know if we can get into them too much, um, but... You're obviously a fan of Pokemon as well, aren't you? Yeah, I love Pokemon. Favourite Pokemon? Um, Alakazam. You oh, know, yeah. Spoons. <laughs> yeah, I love Lucario. Oh, nice. Yeah, I love the whole vibe. Um, But yeah, I think that wraps us up. Thank you so much for joining me today, Ryan. It's okay, it's my pleasure. Like It's been I'm an so... absolute pleasure talking to you. Yeah, like, thank you. Like, I'm your third ever guest. Thank you so much. No problem, and <laughs> I can't wait to see what you do in the future. Hopefully, we can collaborate together sometime. Oh, definitely. Um, but would you say you've got any advice for small creators who feel like giving up? It sounds so cliche, but be yourself, be positive, and just be really optimistic. And if you need advice or just need a chat, I'm, there's a load of people that you can meet in the Twitter universe or the YouTube yeah. universe that can lend you a hand or just give you some support. And I think as well, small YouTubers feel like they want to make it big, which is, you know, it's an understandable goal. I think everyone wants to, you know, make it big. But I think one thing I've tried to learn to appreciate is I, I sometimes like the small community. Like sometimes it's nice having a new own little small community. And I'm quite content, even if, you know, I don't reach a certain amount of subscribers. I'm quite content with like, having those who do enjoy my videos. And I'm sure you feel the same as well, just having like that small knit community. You know, sometimes I tend to find small YouTubers better than big YouTubers. Oh, 100%. Content-wise. Your content is, I just love your videos and, you know, 
I just hope you do gain more popularity because you really do deserve it. Oh, thank you very much. So do you. The confidence that you've brought throughout even this podcast. I would have no clue <laughs> uh, about doing you. a podcast. Well, you definitely need to do one because I'd be listening to it all the time like you should do one about Big Brother. I'm, I'm there. Hey, if it comes back, I will definitely do that. Um, so before we leave, um, obviously I just want to mention the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I've been following this and trying to keep supporting it but for anyone who doesn't know um, keep signing petitions and uh, obviously we can't forget about it so I just wanted to mention that quickly um, but yeah thank you for joining me Ryan and um, where can people follow you? It is at Razzmatazz144 so it's R-A-Z-A-M-A-T-A-Z 144 Yeah so make sure to go follow him if you don't already I'm sure you do because you're listening to this but yeah um thanks for joining me have you got anything coming up that you want to share with people um i might be going on holiday don't know yet because it's all like up in the air but if i do i might be vlogging it oh i love that so yeah look out for that (laughs) okay well thanks so much for joining me ryan oh it's, it's my pleasure honestly and i'll see you all in episode four bye everyone bye